Well, good morning and grand rising. It is another day. It is Magic Mondays. We have not been here in a while. I've missed you all, but I am excited today. My energy is charged today. The spirit of prosperity is looming in the air today. Can y'all feel it? Because I just felt it. Spring is around the corner, my people. And each and every last one of you that decided to bless us with your precious time today, you're going to walk away with a gift and some gems today. But before we get started, with me as always, my partner in crime, in life, in love, the beautiful and one and only Latoya Alexandria. Good morning, Grand Rising, good lights, bon ludi, je suis aussi si avec la magnifique, Sir Bayo. Welcome everyone to Hoodoo Conjure Rootwork Presents Magic Mondays. We have a great show for you today. As the spring equinox approaches, so does the energy of fertility, new beginnings, growth, and prosperity. A common trend in spirituality is to speak and teach on the workings of obtaining physical money or some sort of gain. Yet often what we unacknowledge is the spirit of prosperity that must be conjured in order to truly secure the bag. Many of us in our spiritual journey will have been plagued with the overwhelming energy of lack or poverty. And then there are us who exhibit the ability to conjure and physically get money, yet we do not walk with the spirit of prosperity. Today's show will enlighten you on the origins of money and prosperity blockages. To better help you recognize this energy and to eradicate it from your life. To help you recognize the spirit of prosperity, to conjure it, and most importantly, to respect it. We hope that with each step, we are, you are able to recognize the areas in your life which may need to be altered to ensure your abundance will forever flow freely. Greetings, this is LaToya from HCR Love and Light Ministries. Are you new to spirituality and seeking either guidance or mentorship? Or maybe you've been practicing for a while and you need a place to call home. We invite you to join our family. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com to join the largest and fastest growing hoodoo network around. Here at HCR, we promote spirituality as a lifestyle and cultivate authentic practitioners on all levels. Check out the website and see what works for you. Do you need a mentor? Are you seeking classes? Or just access to the best Hoodoo network available? We have a place for you. Join HCR Gold today. My love, thank you. I, I really felt that at the end when you were talking about conjuring the spirit of prosperity. As we all know, or you should know by now, hoodoo, conjure, and root work are three separate practices. 
sometimes just with certain rituals or different aspects of our lives, you will see multiple forms of magic used at the same time. But today we are focusing on conjure, conjuring the spirit of prosperity. And we are gonna give you all five steps that I would pray that you all sit through today to grasp a better understanding of this because the effort of this show is to eradicate poverty from your life, to eradicate brokenness from your life, whether it is in the physical or your mindset, to eradicate the spirits that may be lingering unsubconsciously or unacknowledged that are holding you back from what each and every last one of you deserve. I said that with love, deserve. Each and every last one of you here deserve to live your best life, to flow freely with the energy of prosperity, abundance, the blessings of your ancestors, the blessings of the root, the blessings that your spiritual practice will bring you if it is applied correctly on both aspects of your life, the physical as well as the metaphysical. Our very first reason why a broke spiritualist cannot work or conjure with the spirit of prosperity or money magic, whatever you want to call it, the first reason is a broke mindset. Let's speak on what is a broke mindset and how it specifically relates to your magic and your spirituality as well. The first thing are the words that you speak. I don't have money. I'm broke. I've heard that one commonly used. Oh, I'm broke today. Okay, you're broke. Do each and every one of you realize the powerhouse that you are? Or if it is unrealized, I'm going to remove your lenses today. Go stand in the mirror if you need to. And I want you to see that what is in front of you is a powerhouse. Your mouth and your lips are so powerful. And the words that emit from them are just as powerful. Your voice is the primary tool that is used in the spirit, in the magic, in the flow of conjure. The first thing that I want each and every last one of you to stop doing today or make at least a conscientious effort to do is to eradicate the words of I am broke or I don't have or I don't have any money or I'm always broke whatever it is that you are saying, I ask you graciously to stop. And I command the spirit that is manifesting over your lips that's causing you to say those things to flee from your life. That before those words come out of your mouth, you stop and you think about what it is that you're saying. I pray and bless that on each and every last one of your lives today. Mine included. Some of you are cheap. I said it. You don't like to spend money. 
And why would the energy of prosperity or money want to be around you if you're not going to do what is meant of money, which is to spend it? You see, some of you are not broke in the terms of a number or how much you have in the bank or what you're sitting on. But there's a broken piece in your mindset that's telling you, you need to sit on all of that instead of investing or sowing seeds, blessing someone else's life or a ministry or a podcast. You're sitting on something thinking that this is the best thing to do. You wonder why it's still hard for you to attain money. So when you get it, you put it away. You don't want to spend it. You're scared to spend it. You're scared to be without it. Well, why would money come back to you if you're first scared of losing it? You don't even trust that once money walks away that it's coming back to you three times full. So why would this gracious spirit want to sit with you? The truth is you're going to sit there with however much it is that you saved thinking that you're going to take it with you or, you know, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something. But your ancestors are sitting there watching you not invest or create any type of real sustainable generational wealth. So if you're cheap, you don't like to spend anything, you don't like to invest into quality. It's a broke mindset. Because some of you are so cheap that you don't even invest into yourselves enough. Instead of when you put a product out, investing in the best materials that would make you the most income, you wanna take the shortcut out, buy cheap materials. I've seen some of the candles, trust me. Love you all. Shout out to your effort. But invest in yourself and just watch how it will come back to you. A lot of you cannot visualize prosperity in your life. You, you, you don't even have a vision of what you potentially could have. You are too comfortable accepting the lack in your life. You know that you probably deserve a better car because of your work effort, all of the extra time that you put into your job and catering into things of that nature, but you can't visualize yourself in a nice luxury car. Not you. I can't afford that payment. I can't afford the maintenance. Of course you can't. You just said it. You cast it all over your life. So, but you slide off in what you're driving around in. And when it breaks down, that's going to happen too. Instead of visualizing what Spirit said that you could have, it doesn't even have to be a luxury car. It could be one that is just adequate enough to get you where you need to go, but it's comfortable for you. It's good on gas. You can afford it. It looks nice. Some of you have not. It's not even because you ask not or you, you don't want it. You can't see it for yourself. It's unrealistic 
for you to live the life that your ancestors are waiting to grant, grant you, excuse me. One thing that I do credit the Wiccan community for, and I do venerate them for this, is their emphasis on visualizing your work, really seeing what it is specifically down to even tasting it or feeling it in your soul, that that energy has no choice but to materialize. So before I pass this to Toy, I will say lastly, if you cannot see yourself in a better place, if you cannot see yourself as wealthy, if it is unrealistic to you, it will not materialize. Thank you, Sarah. I mean, I know I, I've been there. I'm not going to even, um, I'm not going to pretend like I haven't. But it's understanding that with this mindset, we will continue to be broke. So it is something that we have to release ourselves from. Keeping with that, let's talk about the fact that when you are lacking prosperity and abundance in your life, it is because money doesn't know you. And I'm actually going, I'm not going to say money doesn't know you. I'm going to say abundance and prosperity doesn't know you. Because it doesn't have to be physical money, right? It can be credit. I mean, I would love to have $100,000 in credit. Doesn't necessarily have to be that physical paper money that we're looking for. We're looking for abundance and prosperity in other ways. Acknowledging that these are spirits and we talk about the spirit of the root. Money, prosperity, success, gain, abundance, our spirits. They're not just tangible items. There's a spirit that is connected with them. And a lot of times the reason that we are not able to obtain the wealth that we want, it is because we do not have a relationship with the spirit of abundance. If we don't have a relationship with the spirit of abundance, then we will unsubconsciously have a broke mindset in the beginning. So what happens when you have an unsubconscious, excuse me, broke mindset? You form a dependence. Things like government assistance. And I'm not demonizing government assistance. I think it's great honestly. And if you need it, then use it. However, use it to the point where you no longer need it. Okay. I know of people that think they're getting over because they're getting 
$1,500 from the government per month and they're getting, you know, supplements and this and that. So they're like, okay, well, I got a good life. You know, I'm getting over. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to work. If you are thinking that way, do you understand that that hinders you from gaining or obtaining anything further than just that $1,500 in dependency on the government? How can you get out of that if you think you're winning and that is the only thing that you are going for? Once you have gotten to a place where your needs are met, you start to manifest and you start to, to conjure and you start to focus on leveling up, not trying to stay there. You're not getting over, you're not winning. You're creating shackles, strongholds, dependencies, and you are ultimately crippling yourself. Unsubconscious broke mindset. You cannot have a relationship with abundance, gain, prosperity, or tangible money with this mindset. We also must speak on another reason why the spirit of prosperity does not know you, or for some, does not want to know you. But the beauty of life and the beauty of the creator, we have the ability to shift things. So even if you are walking with this energy or even if money right now, or the spirit of prosperity is choosing not to have a relationship with you, let's speak as to why so that you can change this. Gratefulness. And this is a big one because a lot of us are just so ungrateful. You have to understand that because the spirit of prosperity is an energy and it is a spirit, where do all of these things come from? They come from source, right? God, whatever it is that you believe in. So if these energies come from source, God created this spirit, then obviously this spirit of prosperity, money is connected to the creator. So when you are ungrateful from the source of which your blessings come from, these spirits recognize that in you. Let's flip this and make this personable. You could be the best of friends with someone, right? You guys get along, have a just great relationship, but in the moment where they disrespect your mother in front of your face, that I'm pretty sure that relationship would be instantly severed. And it is the same thing with working with spirit. If you cannot acknowledge the creator or the source from which these energies come from, these are gifts from the creator, the gift of being able to work with the spirit of prosperity, the gift of being able to have a relationship with your ancestors, the gift of even having the knowledge of magic to conjure these spirits. Money does not wanna know you, Prosperity chooses not to know you because you're so ungrateful. When was the last time that you got on your knees and truly thanked your ancestors for everything that you have, no matter what your situation looks like? How grateful are you for what you have right now? Are you taking care of it? How does your home look? You may want a better house, but what about the one that you have now? You may want a better car, but what about the one that you have now? You may want more money, but what are you doing with what you have now? 
what are you doing with the gifts and your talents that spirit is giving you? Some of you are so gifted. Just, I mean, the amount of talent that circulates through these rooms, my God. But another form of ungratefulness is not utilizing the gifts that spirit gave you to monetize or to create a better life or to just even make things easier for you. You were blessed with your talents to take the load off your ancestors just a little bit. To take the load off the creator just a little bit. I'm going to make you so talented in this area that with or without the assistance of me or your ancestors, the root or whatever, this is an area in your life that will flow regardless. How many of us are truly acknowledging and also enhancing, elevating, monetizing these talents that you already have, the magic that is yours without anything added. Hey, are you enjoying the show? If so, don't forget to follow Hoodoo and Chill on Apple and Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. Would you like to attend an uncut, unedited, live taping of Hoodoo and Chill podcast? Then don't forget to follow Hoodoo Conjure Rootwork on the Clubhouse app and tune in live Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. Also, if you like the content and want to help our ministry grow, please support us by sending a donation of love. The link is in the podcast description. Now, back to the show. We now go into reason number three. And it's so practical. You're lazy. This one has been a plague for me in my life. I mean, just, yeah. I'll be so honest. One of my favorite things to do in the world is absolutely nothing. And that attitude and just that spirit has ultimately held, held me back from some things I probably should have had a long time ago. And this is one of the areas of my life that I battle with, just self-motivation to get things done. And I'm on myself about that. And I know I'm not the only one that battles with that. That is okay. The whole purpose of this conversation and this podcast today is to remove the lens. Once we're aware of something, then we can make every single change that we need to make to correct this. If you're lazy, it is what it is. Acknowledge it. Let's move forward and build better habits. You have to create an avenue for prosperity to come in. That's the whole thing with hoodoo. It, it is energy manipulation. If we're talking about magic now, right? You're manipulating energy. You're manipulating situations. And some of us have million-dollar dreams, but $500 motivation, right? I mean, I would think you need to get to your first 10,000 before you can get to your million or get to your first 100,000, a quarter of a million before you get there. It's a process to wealth. Most of us prescribe wealth is it's just going to fall into your lap one day. That's not the case. Wealth is a build up process. You have to build it up. And honestly, it's something that you're constantly building. So if you are not creating avenues, opportunities, doors for spirit to open for you, 
or if they're opening these doors and you're not walking through them, if you're the person where opportunities staring you right in the face, and if you are a millennial or a Gen Z, that honestly is a reality for each and every last one of us. We have so many opportunities staring us right in front of our face. It does not matter your color, your creed, from which you came, that you cannot have access to the best life spirit has designed for you. Your ancestors are gonna work. They're gonna do amazing things in your life. God is gonna work. Creator is going to work for you and, and, and truly bless you. But if you really, really, really want what you're supposed to have, you are gonna have to get up and create those opportunities. Once they're created, it is so much easier for your ancestors to come in and say, okay, good. Now let me take this where it needs to go. Balance, my people. You do a little something and spirit does a little something. Our next point is going to be, of course, we, we've all heard this before, but we're gonna elaborate on this a little more, the ego. We all know that working from ego is just not good, period. But how does working through your ego affect you as, an, as a spiritualist and being broke and being able to not only obtain wealth and abundance for yourself, but for your clients? Well, for one, you think you're the best at everything, right? You're the biggest, you're the baddest, you're the best. That's your ego, right? And we all know that there are peaks and valleys in life, and that is just life, and that is the way it is going to be. But because your ego is so huge, you don't want to partner up with the spiritualist over there or get client recommendations from the spiritualist over here, right? Because you don't need them. And you're broke. You're broke, okay? So you have a spiritualist over here that may be younger than you, that may be, you know, not as vetted and haven't been in the practice as long as you have. And they have uh, clients, all through the pipeline, just waiting. But they can't do everything. We're all experts at something, but we are not experts at partnership with other spiritualists come in. Because an area that you may not be great in, or they may not be great in rather, you may. So therefore they're gonna refer that client to you and you are going to obtain abundance and wealth. That is a way to get it, okay? So not only that, when you're working from the ego, you also want to make it seem like you, you know, you have money. 
maybe you have a, a nice house and a nice car, but you're broke, so you can't really afford it. So you're living above your means and you're just trying to, just trying to, to make it. But your ego is so big that you haven't even thought about, well, maybe I should just downsize. Maybe I should downsize this house. Maybe I should downsize this car just so that I can get where I need to go. If I downsize right now, then in a year or two, I'll have the money to buy an even bigger or better house or a better vehicle. We don't think about that because we're too busy living through the ego. And we want to make it look like we have this and that. And in actuality, we are suffering and we're not able to afford the things that we want and need in life. You're broke, living from the ego. The next bullet point I wanna bring up is, and this is a big one too, taking shortcuts. Or how I like to describe it, not applying yourself to the fullest capacity in the physical as well as the metaphysical. Because there are some of you who apply that pressure here on earth. Like you, you, you are a mover, a shaker, you get it done. Kudos to you. But then I look at your spiritual life and it's just not in alignment with how you work at your job or in your business or in your hustle or whatever it is that you have going on in life. Where's that same passion and determination and all of those things are so important when we bring it over to our spiritual work. Some of you would rather just light one candle and change your life instead of having a ritual that may last a few days. Every single night or morning that you're working that ritual, experiencing a different emotion, really appreciating the time and the patience. Remember, you guys know I love to talk about patience, but I'm not going to talk your head off about it today. But really appreciating as well as acknowledging the time and the patience that you put into this work. And instead of spirit watching you for 30 minutes over your candle, they watch you for seven days and seven nights or however, whatever you want to do. And they're watching how bad you really want this. How much this ritual really means to you. Your ancestors didn't get fed one night. They got fed a few nights. That candle burned for a week. That energy was flowing with enough time so that spirit could actually do what they needed to do. We want to rush the process instead of acknowledging it, maybe writing down what you did to get here instead of basking in your failures, but acknowledging and really basking in your accomplishments. Yes, I might've messed up here, but let me tell you how I overcame that. That's the energy that you wanna work with, not what happened, but how you fixed it. That same energy when it comes to your craft, your work, I don't care what it is here on the physical, going to work with just a bad, poor attitude. When you had nothing and you didn't have that job 
it was the best thing in the world. But as soon as you get six months in and you hate your coworkers and you found out that your boss is a prick, now that smile that was infectious that you walked through the door with that sealed the deal on that job as well as your pay grade, you don't even have that anymore because it's not up to your standards. Instead of manipulating the energy to make this job work for you, you're just gonna accept that you don't like people here. I'm gonna walk around with my bad attitude. And then when I want a new car, when I want more money, I'm gonna look up to spirit and say, hey, give me more and give me a raise. And not once did you acknowledge what happened for you to get in that position. Some of you, and I bring this back again, you have talents you put something out into the world and instead of really taking your time maybe that extra month that you needed on that book maybe an extra couple of days to let those candles sit before you sold them that money oil that took you 45 minutes to make and you sold it instead of letting it cure for a few months and then selling it hmm all of the half-assed things that we do, yet we sit back and we want more. Why would the spirit of prosperity want to bless you if you're just going to half-ass it? Ultimately, my people, if you want more, do more. Apply that pressure. And that is the energy I really want everyone to take from this lecture today, whether you agree with this or not. This year, you applied that pressure, put your foot on their necks, squeeze that situation out, and you get every single drop that is earned to you. Step your game up, my people. This year, today, apply that pressure. Thanks for listening to the show. Do you like what you hear? Well, we want to hear from you. Join the Hoodoo Conjure Root Work Discord server. Use the link in the show description to join the official Hoodoo Conjure Root Work Discord group chat. See you there. We move over into our fourth step. Well, reason, excuse me. Which is being undisciplined. And for some of you sitting right here in this very room, the, the, the problem is not that you cannot materialize the physical aspect of money. Oh, no, quite the contrary. Some of you sitting in this room that I know personally have such an amazing, amazing power to attract and materialize the physical aspect of money you are always doing it and then there are those of you who do that yet you can't keep it or you can materialize the physical money but you only materialize just enough it's never in an abundance or as soon as you get it, for some odd reason, some situation happens and it has to go right out the door. I know what most of us are sitting back like, yeah, because that that's that's natural. That's, you know, a lot of us have, have dealt with that, but why? 
You're undisciplined. You have learned how to manifest material money, but not the spirit of prosperity that walks with it. You just want it in your hand, but not the opportunities that are coincided with wealth. You want the couple of thousand dollars to get you whatever it is that you want instead of the million dollar opportunity that you may have to work for, but ultimately, wow, right? Because getting something in your hand now, we, you know, we do live in a popcorn society, this insta society, I want it right now in my hand. The art of patience and the art of really working for something, a lot of us don't know what it is or it's just been lost. But I tell you this now, it's not just about manifesting the material money. It is about conjuring and walking with and inviting and asking for the spirit of prosperity and abundance to stay in your life, to walk with you in everything that you do, everything that you touch, everything that you speak, every situation that you my people have to invest your time that you can't get back. Why would we want to invest our time into situations that will not be abundant or prosperous for us? You get one life, one body, one chance to do it. Why not take this to the next level and stop thinking about so much of the money in your hand or the cash app? or the deposit, but thinking about all of the opportunities, the network that is coincided with wealth, the opportunities that are coincided with wealth, the knowledge that is coincided with wealth, all of these things that ultimately open up the doors for not only money to come in, but real wealth, real generational wealth, so that when something comes for you, when a blessing happens in your life, it is there to stay. And keeping with that, and speaking about being undisciplined, our next point is frivolous spending. You're just spending, you're just throwing money out the window, getting the things that you want. You'll take and you get this money, you get these blessings and you go and buy the things you want instead of the things that you need. You never plant seeds. So spirit no longer gives you seeds. They give you pieces of fruit. So you can go and you can conjure up that $200. You spend that $200 and then you go back and you conjure up another $200 and you keep doing that over and over again and again and again. Do you see where you will not reach that million dollars because you're constantly spending that little $200 that you're getting, not investing it, not planting seeds. So what do you expect? Why would spirit bless you with anything more? And what's even worse is you will get that little two, $500,000 and you will go and you will basically waste it. Okay. Our spirits are very, most of them are very benevolent 
and they are forgiving and they are generous and they are loving. However, why would you expect them to disregard your ill regard for your spending habits? You don't think that they see that? You don't think that they're looking at what you do with the blessings you've attained? You got that $200 and you know, you going out and you buying you what? Some new shoes or something like that. I don't know, a handbag, whatever. You haven't given a dime back. You haven't invested a dime of that $200 toward the spirits that have given it to you. You haven't bought, you, you haven't so much as even bought them a dinner or cooked them a dinner. You just went and took it and ran with it. And you expect to get more. Well, I'll tell you what, you won't get more than that $200. I don't care how much magic you do and how many times you do it over and over and over again. You will stay there. You won't get more, you'll get the same. And you will continue to live in poverty without abundance. They are watching you and what you do with your blessings. They take account. If we want to be blessed and we want the spirit of abundance and prosperity to walk with us. We can't just throw away what they've given us or nothing. We have to understand that we have to give back. We have to understand that the reason that they gave us this $200 is to sow a seed so that it can grow into $1 million. So maybe instead of getting that handbag, you should invest it in something. Take 10%, give it back to spirit and take the rest and invest it. How about that? Do that and get back to me. Do that and tell me how it goes. I hope you all caught something very powerful that she said. And I'm a, I want to bring this up because it was, it was very powerful to it when she spoke about spirit is giving you fruits instead of seeds. And, and the, the, that is such a, misconception that so many people have they would rather have the fruit than the seed right <laughs> because you think the fruit is more precious than the seed let me tell you something about fruit it's gonna wither away and die period somebody gonna eat it that's it it tastes good it's sweet sometimes it's not even sweet sometimes the fruit you it might look so good but it, it just it just didn't get there that's the truth about the fruit but the seed the seed is where the power is, where the life, where the root will form. The root lives within the seed, right? The root of your wealth, the root of your prosperity, the root of grounding something in the ground for you so that it can ultimately produce what? A tree that will bear you as many fruits as you want to eat, right? Instead of that one piece of fruit that spirit gave you and you thought it was the best thing and you ate it. But then what's worse is you didn't even realize that there were seeds in the fruit. You discarded them. That was that second chance toy was talking about how spirit is going to give you a second chance. It gave you some fruit and you still didn't even take the seeds that were in the fruit and plant them. 
We got to stop doing that. You want seeds, not just fruit. The fruit is okay sometimes, but we need to plant more seeds. Let's talk about taking care of everyone else and not yourself. I know I'm talking to a few people in here because then there are those of you who just get an overabundance of things. Some of you just, it's just like that for you. You just, you happen to have that job or that source of income where you are able to take care of other people. And then there are some of you who are only blessed with enough to take care of yourself and maybe your immediate family and you still do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I commend charity. I commend anyone who is a giver and loves to give back. You keep that spirit about you. Don't you ever break that about you. That is one of the most powerful, natural gifts that you have is to be a giver and to love being a giver. Not just doing it, but to love it. And I see that in some of you, but I also see a piece where you just do too much. I have to talk to my spiritual mother about this sometimes because she is a person who is such a beautiful giver. And I mean, will pour and pour and pour. And I have to say, mom, no, stop. It's okay. Like you need, you know, and it's just, she's a mother. That's what she does. But we have to keep some for ourselves. You cannot get to the place where you are giving so much to other people, getting all your seeds away, and then you don't have anything left to plant. Giving all your fruit away, and then you don't have anything to eat. And then there are specific times in your life where you will get a specific blessing that's for you. Spirit didn't tell you, Brianna, to go out there and take what Spirit gave you and give it to somebody else. Spirit didn't tell you, Miss B, to take your blessing and go share it with everybody else. This was for you. You cried about this. You manifested this. You put your energy into this. This is the one time where Spirit gonna allow you to be selfish today, but in a blessed way. And it's so hard for some of us to do that. And you keep pouring and pouring and pouring. The Spirit is watching you like, now I gotta fill that cup back up. Do you know how much I poured into this cup and you just gave it away? Then some of you give it away to those who are unworthy, myself. I have a problem of that because I want to see the potential in everybody and see the good in everybody. But the truth of the matter is everything is not for everybody. Your holy water, and I talked about this in our last message about the vessel. Your vessel is full of holy water. My people, it's full of it. You better watch and be so discerning and balanced and strategic as to where you pour that water into whom, what situation, because you don't just pour your water into people. You pouring that water into that job that does not deserve you. 
You are pouring that water into those friends that don't deserve you. You are pouring your water into that community that does not deserve it. You're pouring that water into people that don't deserve it. You are just pouring that water into so many places that are undeserving of it. And then you lack. Then your ancestors got to go back and fill that cup back up. And sometimes... It may not go back as full as it was. You may have to work a little bit harder to get that back. Restricted blessings. It's not that spirit doesn't want to bless you. It's not that spirit isn't blessing you. It's that they know that you are undisciplined in how much to give away. So it's like, well, why would I keep on doing this? Because all you're going to do is waste it. Even though you think that you're doing a good job, that is not in alignment with what I had for you. The next time we want to just pour our water. And I'm not telling anyone to not be a giver or to not be charitable. That is going to keep you under the umbrella of prosperity. However, be discerning. Before you pour that water, understand exactly what it is that you're giving away. Value the water in your cup, in your vessel. I ain't even gonna say cup because I don't even have no energy. Value the water in your vessel. You value it. And you pour it into people, places, and situations that will value you. That was beautiful and so important because I know, I know so many givers and they give from the heart and I'm one of them and I love to give. But like Sarah mentioned, some of those blessings that we receive are for us. They have our names on it. And our ancestors expect us to use them. So let's move on to the next point. Consistency. All right. If you are a spiritualist who cannot stick with the goals you set, the plans you made, you're unorganized, or you don't set goals, you're not consistent with your spiritual practice, how do you expect to receive abundance? You don't even consistently work with your ancestors as you're supposed to. You teach this to other people and you tell them what they're supposed to do. But in your life, take a look at what you're doing. Are you actually doing the things that you're telling your clients to do or the things that you preach about? Are you consistent with these things? Or are you just doing them on a needed basis? I need some money right now, so I'm just going to do a money ritual. I need a little this, I need a little that, so I'm going to do it right now. Why are you not doing this on a regular, consistent basis, even when you have it? You have to. That is something that a lot of spiritualists do not have in their life, believe it or not. doesn't matter what they do. They get up on stage and they will talk a good game and talk about what they're doing. And if you go in reality behind social media, you will see they're not doing anything. Being consistent with anything is important. And especially when it comes to servicing the ancestors and your spiritual practice. You have to execute your plan. You have to set your goals. 
And even if you haven't achieved them in the time frame that you have given yourself, that's okay. As long as you have the goal there, you are working toward it on a consistent basis. So we're gonna move on to our last point. I'm gonna let Steer take it because we are coming up on the hour. You know, you said some real good stuff, you know, and as you were speaking, Spirit came to me and said to tell me to tell you all that, you know, money work works fast when you are broke, but it's stronger when that prosperity is there and it's kicking and you got things coming in. That's that's the thing. A lot because somebody I know somebody in here was like, well, well, every time I had no money, my answers bring it in. Yeah, they do, because you don't have it. They love you. That that that's logic they love you they're gonna make sure you, you're you're okay but being okay and being abundant is two different things i would prefer abundance over just being okay so when you're broke yeah it'll come in fast like toy said at 200 or whatever but when you are prosperous and when you are rich and i'm not just talking about in finances i'm talking about in your thinking and your moving and your actions rich walking in prosperity that is when you do the work that's going to last and really give you like okay thank you spirit even though you should be thinking of for the $200 too. Um, lastly, let's talk about being in physical alignment. And I, this is just heavily been on my spirit all the last couple of weeks. And I blame a lot of this on the spiritual trend and movement. And I love it because it's brought so much awareness, but it has taken so many of us out of physical alignment. And I'm going to say this until I leave this earth, that you cannot stay in the cloud. You cannot just be spiritual 24-7. You can't be sitting at your altar every day, all day. You can't be just sitting around talking about spirituality all day. You cannot just be only working in spirituality 24-7. That should be a part of your life. Your, your spirituality should just be grounded to the point where whether you're working, I'm, I'm always working magic. I work magic every day. I think my mama told me that a long time ago. I work magic every day. Shout out to you, mom. Um, I work magic every day, you know? And that's real. I get what that meant. Like, I'm so into this. I don't, even when I'm unintentionally doing magic, I am doing magic. Why? I am magic. My life is magic. So when you get to that point, I'm going to say this. Some of us really just need to tap out. You need to get in physical alignment. That same time that you put over here, you got to put that into your work. Because spirituality for some of you is more comfortable than the physical world. You know, I mean, I only pray that you find balance because it shouldn't be that way. Honestly, you should be able to flow fluidly through both. That is what balance is about. And you can commit a thousand and one nights to prayers in rituals, in gatherings, and talking about spirituality and all of those things is going to elevate your spirit and it's a feel-good moment. But if you won't commit a thousand and one nights to actually going out here and doing the physical work, putting in applications for the career that you want, going to school to get the degree that you need, going to the bank and applying for that loan for that business, actually starting that business, Going outside and networking and creating opportunities, not just networking online, but really going outside. Let me tell y'all something. Don't miss out right now. People miss people. I am giving you all a gem right now. People miss people. The best networking you can do right now is outside. 
masks are coming off. People miss people. And you don't know who you are going to meet that is in the mode of, yes, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get back to it. Some of you all are just scared of just going into the banks and just having that conversation. Boom. Some of y'all are just scared to just align yourself physically with what you need to make things happen. Get up, go outside, and open up some doors. Go meet some people. Don't just focus on the negativity that's going on in this world right now. Take advantage of the opportunities that are still looming. And I'm going to say this again because I know somebody's listening to me today. People miss people. And if you're trying to network and really make some money or prosperity or get some things off the ground, get up, go outside and meet some people. Because what I'm saying right now is that a lot of the interactions that we're creating online are with people who are still in trauma bonding and have a lot of social anxiety. So we're talking about things, but we're not actually getting them off the ground. Versus the people that you meet outside right now, oh, okay, we said we we're going to do this, it's happening. You are standing in between your materialization of whatever it is that you want. All Spirit is asking you to do is go out there and create that door and that opportunity, aligning yourself with the right people, creating a network for yourself. I've said this before, your network is going to be your foundation and your best asset when it comes to wealth, who you know, who you are around, your environment. Who are you spending your time around? Let me see what your friends look like and I will tell you exactly who you are. You can't tell me that you want to be a successful business owner and you hanging around people who are not in business. Constantly spending your energy with people who are not vibrating on the same levels with you. You can't tell me that you are career minded and you're trying to get this raise at your job and you sitting out here talking to people who you eventually going to be their boss. When you want to become a manager or you want to step up, start acting like it. Put those, those uh, what is it, co-worker relationships to the side and start acting like you are already there, boss. Create the environment and watch what happens. Manage your time. I'm not going to beat y'all on the head about this today. Manage your time. It is the only asset you have that you, excuse me, it is the only resource that you have that's non-renewable. You don't get it back. Every second is precious. The time you spent here today with me for this one hour that's going over, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm, I pre you, you you pouring your time into me. I'm going to pour what spirit has from, 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 from them into you. And lastly, like Toya said, giving back. Making sure that you keep the infinity circle alive. That's all of our duty. And when something comes in, you put it back out there. Spirit bless you. You bless someone accordingly or you invest accordingly. Giving back, not even just in finances, your time and your love. Giving back, really representing your ancestors because y'all love to talk about them, how much you love them in the water and all the beautiful plates and food that you have made them that you had to throw away. But what are, are you really representing them? I think some of the best offerings that we can give are in our actions. 
that when your grandmother or your grandfather, whomever is looking down on you, they can say, that's my baby. That this came from me because of my seed. Look at what has created in the world. Each and every last one of you have a duty to gather seeds and stop picking up the fruit. Some of you are picking it up off the ground and eating it. You have a duty to gather seeds, plant them, water them, nurture them, raise those trees, create that general, generational wealth so that not only you can eat from this tree, but your offspring and your offspring's offspring. I don't care how much hoodoo conjure or root work you do. If you don't leave behind something, something for those who are going to walk after you, you did not understand the assignment. You sat with us and you talked with us and you talked a good game and you touched those roots and did those rituals and you left nothing behind. And I'm not just talking about finances right now. I'm talking about leaving something behind that all of this that we're doing is not just for nothing. My people, I hope today that the chains of poverty, lack, all of those things are broken from your mind. You have the power to break those physical chains, but I am commanded spirit to break them from your mind, to let you go, let you go. You are a child of the ancestors and you deserve the best. You deserve, you deserve your best life, my people. Toya, you got any closing statements before we go? I would just like to thank everybody who came in and listened today. Thank you for lending your ear and your time. We hope that this message has been a blessing to you and it will bring prosperity and abundance into your life because that is our goal. As always, my people, I just want to remind each and every last one of you, you are powerful. You're strong. You are resilient, independent. You walk with prosperity. I command the spirit of prosperity to know your name, each and every last one of you in this room and listening to this podcast. I ask for the spirit of prosperity to know your name, to know your spirit, to know your lineage, to know your children, to know your children's children, to know each and every single thing that you touch. I ask for the spirit of prosperity to be there with you and to guide you and to bless you. I ask for your ancestors to guide you and bless you. And I ask for the creator ultimately to guide you and bless you. Remember, you are strong. You are powerful, resourceful. You are abundant, wealthy, and that broke mindset has been broken today. You come from the best of the best. Kings, queens, some of the wealthiest people in the world, whether they were farmers or royalty, they were wealthy in their own way. As you step out today, you are stepping into your prosperity and spirit is going to shift your life today on this Magic Mondays. And with that, my people, I release each and every last one of you. 
inseriadas. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com to join the largest and fastest growing hoodoo network. 